You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. I wanted to talk today a little bit, and I know that I'll probably broach it on the radio show, but I wanted to make sure that I talked a little bit about it on the podcast today. Friday night, I was uh, compelled to go and see the White Sox play. It was a big night with them taking on the Yankees, but maybe more importantly, it was big because they had an opportunity to get to 500. And I had already been to two games in the week. I had gone Monday night with a bunch of friends, and then I went Thursday night with some colleagues and Friday night I said you know I when I got home I I said man I just feel like this is one of those nights where you have to be at the ballpark and that's not something that happens very often over the last few years on the south side now the last time that I can remember something like this happening it was actually last year it was the night that that Michael Kopech got called up and I felt compelled to to go out that night to the ballpark. This was a little bit different. And the discussion about the White Sox overall has been different this year because you're seeing a team, and at the time I'm recording this, they, they've lost to the Yankees twice. You know, Saturday and Sunday were not kind uh, to the White Sox against the Yankees. The Saturday, one, Saturday game was really frustrating. And that's the beauty of a team that is going to hover around 500 all year long. That's, but that's great. Like that, it actually is progress. It, it's progress that they've what split. Or maybe they did they win the series with the? They think they split overall with the Yankees this year. So that's one of the best teams in baseball, and you you proved you belong. And we'll see what ends up happening with with the the White Sox when they take on the Cubs later on this week. But on a Friday night, it, it, there, there were plenty of options for me to do. There were lots of movies that I wanted to see this weekend that I could have done. I could have done. I could have done dinner with my wife that night. I, there were a lot of stuff that I could have done, but I just, it was one of those days where I just felt like I needed to be in the ballpark that I really needed to be there. I wanted to, to share the experience with other White Sox fans. And I wanted to just kind of hang out and be and 
look at what they've become. Now, what they've become is not a winning team yet. They are doing some exciting things. And I was really happy to see how the fan base responded to the Yankee series. Now, look, the numbers of the Yankee series are obviously going to get a boost because Yankees fans are legion, man. They're everywhere. And they showed up. You know, they they showed up throughout the entire series. So that helps. But, you know, I, I was talking with, with some of the people at the White Sox and the walk-up that they got on Friday night. And it was actually a pretty nice night until, you know, the seventh inning when it started to rain. It a cool night. You could go watch the game, enjoy yourself, and just be in it. And I I loved it. I. It's rare that I get a lot of fan moments. For those of you who are new to the podcast and maybe you don't know a, a ton about my, my career, I spent a lot of time as a reporter. I spent, what, nine seasons, so 10 years or nine years, 10 seasons being a, a beat reporter covering the Chicago Bears. And inside that reporting, I would also go report on the baseball teams at, because I was out of season or I would go cover a Blackhawks game or whatever. And then I spent my time working in television as, a, as an anchor reporter with the emphasis on reporter. So there's a lot that you have to divorce yourself from when you you do that job. It's it's the the old adage of knowing how the sausage is made. And because of that, you're the, the fan is kind of beaten out of you. And there's two places where that isn't true for me. One of them is my alma mater, DePaul. So DePaul basketball, I'm still a fan of DePaul basketball, and that's a fun, fun thing, uh, although they haven't won a lot. And the White Sox seems to be the other place where I still allow myself to be a fan. So it was cool to fan out on Friday night and just be a part of the community, the, the community of fans that wanted to see something cool that as baseball fans, White Sox fans have been deprived over the last few years because of what we know is a a rebuild. Like, we're very aware of where the franchise is. And for the longest time, we as a fan base have been asking the higher-ups at the White Sox to do exactly what they're doing now, which is to burn it down, start drafting, and, and, and making smart moves in free agency here and there to build up a, a better product. Now, the White Sox have been hit with the injury bug, and I, I'd be remiss if, if I didn't tell you that considering the way that some of the offensive pieces have started to work for the White Sox this year, that I'm not thinking about what would this team look like with a healthy Carlos Rodon and a healthy Michael Kopech. I've been a firm believer that in 2019, with the American League being what it is, that that team might be pretty competitive for a wild card. Not for the division, because the Twins seem to just be too damn good for anyone to get into their way. 
But yeah, I found myself thinking about that a lot over the last couple of weeks. I'm not here to tell you that the White Sox are a playoff team because I don't think that they are. I do think that there is value when you have a team being led by their young players. That this is a team that is winning because of what Lucas Giolito has done, what Tim Anderson has done, what Yoan Moncada has done, what Aloya Menez has done. And, and then you have like the smart free agent acquisition of James McCann. But for the most part, it's their young guys with a splash of a Brayu, which is why this team is is has been much better than all of us expected. But let me get back to, to, to Friday night because that's kind of, what I really want uh, to convey in, in today's episode of the podcast. It's different. It, it's just different when there's hope. And that's, I think that's the thing that's been missing from the White Sox for a long time is hope that things are getting better, that they can identify players that know what they're doing. And the idea that, that the White Sox had a chance to get back to 500 with Giolito on the mound was really intriguing. So I have a season ticket plan. You know, I I have I had tickets Thursday night. I had tickets for Saturday night's game, and I was doing something Saturday night, so I couldn't go. So I I, I sent some people. Um, I actually had a great time. I was at at the Eddie Jackson Bear Safety had a softball. A charity softball game and I was the MC for that it was really actually a lot of fun but I couldn't go so I gave my tickets away which I often do so Friday was a night that I didn't have tickets for now on Monday and and Thursday I had friends who hooked me up I was sitting pretty in a suite and I had a great time I already have my season tickets which I bought but Friday was an extra so my wife got home and I said hey let's I think we should go like I think we need to go over there and she was with it so I I spent I spent some money because I wanted to have a decent seat I wanted to I did think about the weather so I wanted to be covered up I tell you you know it's a great value over there like my seats are in section 531 and those seats anywhere between like 529 and 537 in the first six or seven rows you got a good seat, but I wanted to sit downstairs. I wanted to be covered from the rain. And I got to tell you, those seats that are in like 129, like all the way back to like row 36, 37, those are some solid seats, man. I had a great time. I had a really wonderful time like getting there, but there was definitely a vibe, you know, like I, I rolled into the parking lot or was that parking lot C and that's off of 33rd street. And usually it's easy in and easy out. And we made the decision kind of late. So I think we, we got to the ballpark maybe around six forty five, and that lot was full. It was an absolute full lot. So we had to move over to the auxiliary lot and that let me know that there was going to be a decent crowd at the ball game. So that was exciting. And then, you know, it took a little bit of a different way in. We walked over to 35th and went uh, off the viaduct 
and you saw a ton of Yankees fans. The Yankees fans were in there deep, but it was so great to see like White Sox fans at the window, you know, to, to the window, to the wall. They they were at the window buying tickets for that game, and it just it felt really good. I always joke that like when it comes to going to games, like there's a bit of a family reunion element to it, and this was just so dope to me. Like it was so dope to me that this is where White Sox fans were like, "Hey, I got a free Friday night. The team's going all right." I need to give them my money and my time, and I'm going to do that. And I, I actually talked with a member of the the front office of the White Sox. Like, I was, was actually just walking the concourse, and and this person said to me, man, look at this. Like, this is, this is what we hope for. Like, this is the type of night that we want to have more often where you got a lot of people in the ballpark. You, you got fireworks. You got all sorts of stuff. And then to top it off, like the White Sox hit the hell out of the ball and it was just fun to be there. What's crazy is like watching all of my friends and some of my colleagues that were there in the ballpark and kind of felt the same way that I did, that this was one of those nights where you wanted to be in the ballpark and they don't happen very often. And so for the White Sox to have, what, over 100,000 people in the, the, the four games set? And yes, Yankees fans had, had a big part to play in that. But the fact that the, the team has engendered this type of response, I think is really exciting. And it's really fun. And I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad that, that I had in my mind the idea of a Friday night at the ballpark would be kind of cool. And they won, and you're walking out of there feeling great that the team, you know, had made it to 500. Now they don't get a medal for that. They're, they're, no one's gonna give them a ribbon or anything like that for for getting to 500. But I do think that it's fair to wonder if this team, uh, this organization, has shown a little bit of growth, and that's that's a really exciting thing, man. There's there's nothing like a baseball fan with hope, you know. The season's so long and it can be so grueling. And we're with the White Sox right now, well, they played 70 games. So we're talking about 45% of the season is now down the tubes or whatever. I'm not good at math. You know this about me. But about 45% of the season is down the tubes and you're still seeing cool stuff. Like, you haven't seen Tim Anderson really regress to the point that he couldn't recover, that he's shown tremendous growth as a as a player. And Giolito, while it wasn't his best start on Friday night, he was damn good and good enough to, to, to get a win. And with them losing the two games, it's a little bit of a bummer. Had they split, it would have felt better of the last two with them going into this series with the Cubs. But I think that now the series with the Cubs has a little bit of juice in it. And that's been rare, too. The two teams are, are I think, in different places. The, the Cubs are a team that can contend for a World Series right now. The White Sox are still you know, years away if they continue to be lucky and, and maybe get some of these guys healthy. But the, the rivalry has, has not manifested itself 
other than the history of it, you know, the history and the obviously the the geopolitical aspects of the city of Chicago and how there are seemingly two different Chicago's north side and south side but i i want to thank all the white Sox fans that i kind of ran into while watching the game it was just fun for all of us to be in the barn at the same time and enjoy ourselves enjoy having baseball in the city and something that you could kind of latch on to that's all that's all i wanted to say today that's all i wanted to talk about it was that that felt good and that we delay our joy all the time in sports, especially during a rebuild where it's like, oh, well, you know, we want our team to get good picks. And it's all about we're always looking ahead. We're always, always, even in the even in what I've said over the last 15 minutes, we're always looking ahead and to kind of stop and kind of put a pin in it and say, Hey, Friday night, June 14th, that was a night where the White Sox were had a chance to get to 500, and they did it. And we'll see if they can build their way back to 500. But honestly, like they're on a, on a pace to be a much better squad than they were last year when they lost 100 games. I think that maybe those days are behind us as a White Sox fandom. But you give us, you sprinkle a little, a little bit of hope, man, and people will find their way to the ballpark. And I'm, I'm glad that the White Sox have done that. So I just thought I would share. I don't know if you went to the game. If you did, hit me up. Let me know. At Lawrence W. Holmes is where you can find me on Twitter. But it's nice when your team gives you hope. It's, it's um, what's the line from the Matrix? It's human beings' greatest strength and greatest weakness is hope. So I've got a little bit of it, and it's cool. I'll talk to you tomorrow.